0: Hi everyone, Demetrius McRae here, your online campus pastor here at Calvary Christian Center. Welcome to our podcast. May today's message bring healing, hope, and ultimately transformation. Hope you enjoy the message.
1: How many of you want to understand the Holy Spirit in a greater way? And the dove in the Bible is a beautiful uh, emblem of the Holy Ghost. Uh, The fire is an emblem, oil is an emblem, wind is an emblem, but if you study your Bible, one of the most beautiful emblems of the Holy Spirit is the dove. And that's what I want to talk about today. The Bible said, and the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a what? Like a dove upon him and a voice from heaven which said you are my beloved son in you I am well pleased then John one thirty two. you can follow along on the screen and John bore witness saying I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a what like a dove and he remained upon him and then look all the way back in the Old Testament in Genesis 8 8 and 9 he also sent out from himself a dove To see if the waters had receded from the face of the ground but the dove found no resting place get that now for the sole of her foot and she returned to the ark to him for the waters were on the face of the whole earth so he put out his hand and took her in and drew her back to the ark unto himself Here's what I'm hungry for. I want everything that we do in the next season in this church to be dove delivered. I want everything to be covered in the power of the Holy Spirit. I want your home covered in the power of the Holy Spirit. I want your children covered in the power of the Holy Spirit. I want these services covered in the power of the Holy Spirit. How many of you want everything to be dove endorsed and dove delivered? up your hands father speak to us now from your word have your way and we'll give you praise everyone who's thankful for the Holy Ghost come on give him a mighty praise hallelujah you can be seated let's jump right in because today I'm going to teach a message that's going to mature the house if you came for just a little pablum, just a little grits and gravy, you're in the wrong church. But if you came for some steak, I'm, 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 I'm serving meat today. Anybody come to grow up in the Lord? Uh, over the next couple of weeks I want to immerse you in a deep and profound and intense revelation of the dove and it's going to be raw y'all it's going to get real but I want to get up close and personal with the power of the Holy Spirit I know that it's impossible for us to make it without the power of the Holy Ghost and so I'm going to teach between the Old and New Testament and I believe I'm going to bring some things that are very powerful and I want to just start off by asking a couple questions number one initially when was the dove sent the Bible said in Genesis 8 8 that he sent forth a dove from him this is Noah this is at the end of the great flood and Noah sends a dove out from the ark to see if the waters were abated from off the face of the ground now I'm gonna be transparent with you and tell you that I believe the whole Bible Some people like to pick and choose what they believe. I believe the entirety of the Bible. If there's anybody who believes that Noah lived and that there was a flood and that he built an ark, one, two, three, give God some praise. Come on. Now, now, as we look at the story of Noah here in Genesis, we discover some powerful truths and some intense correlation between the Old Testament and the New Testament. There has been a cataclysmic horrific storm and it resulted in a devastating flood that literally brought the judgment of God upon a rebellious earth and rebellious people. And in those days, the Bible declares that the people were consumed by immorality. They were consumed and constrained by unrighteousness and sin and compromise. Does it sound familiar? Come on church, I said, does it sound familiar? Ecclesiastes 1-9 said, there's nothing new under the sun. We still are wrestling with immorality. We're still wrestling with ugliness and racism and hatred and rebellion. And we're still dealing with sin and compromise. There's nothing new under the sun. And the judgment of God was swift. If you study, you'll find out that not only was it swift, it was intense. It rained and flooded for 40 days and 40 nights and the word of God declares in Genesis 8-1 that in that process it was intense but finally in Genesis 8-1 the Bible said that the Lord remembered Noah hallelujah hallelujah in an atmosphere of judgment in an atmosphere of wrath the Lord remembered Noah I don't know about you but I'm only here today because the Lord remembered Jim Rayleigh I wouldn't be in the room today if the Lord hadn't remembered me. When folk forgot me, when my own family forgot me, when people I thought I could depend on and rely on forgot me, the Lord remembered. I'm not here because a man remembered, I'm here because the Lord remembered. I want everybody here today who feels like at some point in your life you made it because the Lord remembered you, why don't you give him praise right now? Oh, hallelujah. In spite of failures, in spite of struggles, in spite of drama, the Lord remembered you. And here's some of the greatest news you'll ever hear and something the devil doesn't want you to understand. God remembers. He remembers today. He remembers the promise he made you concerning your children. God remembers the promise he made you concerning your future. And even when you forget, God remembers. Hallelujah. I don't know who I'm talking to today. but there is somebody in the room that is ready for God to manifest and remember every promise that he made in your life if you believe the Lord remembers let's give him some glory come on (laughs) there's only one thing that the Lord forgets he forgets the confessed sin that is under the blood of Jesus Christ (laughs) So are you glad that Jesus forgets that, but he remembers everything else as it relates to righteousness and victory relative to your life? Now, Noah opened up the window and he sent forth the dove after the waters had abated. And after the judgment of God was complete. But notice the dove was not sent forth from the ark until after the flood had ceased. And the dove was released when the stormy judgment of God had passed. Now, look at what Jesus declares in the New Testament. In Luke 24 49, Jesus said, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. What is upon? It's two words, up on. How many of you would like to get the Holy Ghost up on you today get the dove on you today. He said but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Don't miss the last two words, on high. Power from on high. Now get a hold of the timeline here. Jesus is telling them in essence the dove is on the way. The spirit of God is on the way. The Holy Ghost is on the way. Now hear me, Do- Noah's dove was released after the storm of god's judgment had subsided upon the earth but you need to understand that heaven's dove was not released until after the storm of god's judgment had subdued upon christ christ took the judgment of you he took the judgment of me and the entire world upon his own body he was broken and beaten and massacred and abused but at the end of that judgment the dove was released Jesus went through judgment so the dove could be released he endured your judgment and mine that stormy judgment that should have been reserved for you and me Jesus took it on the cross because he knows I cannot release the dove until the judgment is finished so if there had been no Calvary sacrifice there would have been no spiritual dove there would have been no Pentecostal blessing so if you can't praise God for nothing else you ought to praise God that Jesus took your place so the dove could be released come on y'all that's deeper than you know if you're getting it give God a praise right now so really what was going on here and again I'm just teaching you today when Noah sent forth the dove from the ark it was an acknowledgement that judgment was complete And do you remember what Jesus said before he died? He said, it is finished. And the Holy Ghost dove was sent forth from glory after the judgment and wrath of God was acknowledged. There was absolutely no way that you and I could ever earn the power of the Holy Spirit. And the only reason that we're able to flow in the power of the Holy Ghost is because of the sacrifice of Jesus. Now, can you imagine so many who've rejected the moving and indwelling and filling power of the dove? It must truly wound the heart of Jesus. After everything. That Jesus went through to pay the price for you to be able to have access to the Holy Spirit for you to be able to pray in tongues for you to receive power from on high how it must wound the heart of the Lord to see people reject that that he provided for them but I've come to let you know that you have come to a dove church I don't care anything about being religious. I don't care anything about being simply attractional. I don't wanna just be a church where people come and hang out and hear some good music and an encouraging testimony or word. I wanna be in a church where the dove has free reign to do whatever he wants to do. Are there any dove people in the house today? Are there any people that pray in the Holy Ghost every day? I'm one of those radical people. Now, I know the price that Jesus made to make that dove accessible to me and to you. And I wanna say it right up front, the dove is welcome here. All right. Now, here's the question, Old and New Testament. Where did the dove come from? The Bible said that Noah sent forth the dove from him, from the ark. But John 1.32 says that John bore witness saying, I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove and he remained upon him. Now Noah's dove came from the ark, but God's dove came from heaven and the Holy Spirit came on Christ from an open heavens. Oh, Jesus. The Bible said that the heavens opened up and the dove descended. And I want you to look at the instructions of Jesus. He said in Luke 24, 49, he said, behold, I send the promise of my father upon you. But Terry, somebody say, Tarry tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Noah's dove came from the ark. The heavenly dove came from heaven. This promised power, this precious dove came from on high. This power comes from heaven and it leads us to heavenly things it's a supernatural power this power is high power it said you will be endued with power from on high how many of you want power from on high he said you will be endued with power from on high i'll ask you again how many of you want power from on high come on now he said you'll receive power from on high the source is not a man it's not man's puny ability but it's God's power and it's awesome ability that comes from on high and we must be sure and secure as it relates to the source of power in which we live now I'm going to get transparent with you I am discontent in 2021 to be a part of a flesh facilitated man managed attempt that revival I am desperate to tap into something with my life in my church something so great and so mighty that it can only be described as power from on high I want to tap into something that is so real that it can only be described as power from on high how many of you don't want anything that is man-manufactured and man-manifested and man-managed but you are ready for power from on high where where are my Pentecostal people at today That's what I want. I want something from on high. I want something from another world. I want something to get in my church that causes demons and devils to run. I want something to get in my church that causes lost folk to be found and sick folk to be well. That is power from on high. Now, y'all tracking with me? I'm trying to teach you a little bit today, but I feel like preaching, come on. Genesis 8, 7 says, and, and he, Noah, sent forth two birds. He sent forth, number one, a raven. And then number two, in, in, in the eighth verse, Genesis 8, 7 said, he sent forth a raven. Genesis 8, 8 says, he sent forth a dove. Now the dove, in the first instance, he came back. Because he could find no resting place for the sole of his foot because the world was occupied there was no room for him help me holy spirit so he could find no resting place but the bible said that when noah sent forth the raven the raven went to and fro i mean the the raven got out and hung out and stayed out the dove had to come back you know why because a dove is particular in its food The dove is not comfortable just anywhere help me Holy Spirit I said the dove is not comfortable just anywhere it has to be the right atmosphere it could find no resting place a dove cannot live or thrive just anywhere and on anything the dove cannot be at home in just any environment but the raven is different you know why the raven survived the raven survived because the raven feeds on flesh. the raven feeds on flesh the dove is particular to its food but the raven raven feeds on flesh. The raven could go from one rotting, blooded, bloated copse to another, feeding on the flesh. And just as sure as heaven will launch a dove-delivered revival, the enemy can and will launch a raven flesh-feeding frenzy of revival. The devil will counterfeit everything in God's agenda. And I'm telling you, be careful of any so-called move of God that has as its source of strength the consumption of the flesh Come on now, I know we're deep water today. I'm afraid that many things that are happening in the body of Christ now in the earth, the so-called body of Christ, are sustained by the flesh. It's raven-led instead of dove-delivered. Because nobody's getting set free. Nobody's getting restored. Nobody's getting put back together. I don't want to come where there is a raven-led revival. I want something that is Delivered. If you want something dove delivered, come on and give the Holy Ghost a praise right now. Many people have been deceived and they think what is actually the dove is actually the raven. Can I, I'm going to say that again because I know I, 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 I'm going to drill a little bit deeper. I'm like a dentist this morning. I got my drill out and I'm, getting, I'm taking care of the cavity. Come on, somebody. Many people have been deceived because what they think is the dove is actually the raven. What they think is spiritual power from on high is really a feeding frenzy of the flesh. this this you may not share this message too much on Facebook I don't know because where the dove abides no flesh gets the glory Where the dove abides, it's not about the flesh, it's about the things of God. When everything is raven led and flesh feeding, people can come in, they'll shake, they'll shout, they'll dance, they'll run, they'll fall out, but then they'll leave the service and crawl into bed and commit adultery and fornication. They'll get involved in homosexuality, they'll cuss out their kids on the way home, they lie, they cheat, they gossip, because they have not been in an atmosphere of the dove, they've been in an atmosphere of the raven. Come on now, they, can, they, they come in and they dance and they shout and they holler and they fall out, but they're not convicted of sin. They think, listen, we have raised up a generation that doesn't understand that we still have to live right to die right y'all we have moved too far away and we've acted like the dove is cool with any way we want to live anybody we want to sleep with anything we want to smoke anything we want to drink anywhere we want to go but God is about to raise up a generation that says God put me in something that is so real that it transforms my life i don't want a flesh driven raven inspired flesh exalting flesh consuming raven led revival but i want to get into something that's supernatural (laughs) that's why he said you'll receive power from on high i want power from another world Uh, If you want to just come to church and, and, and just hang out, this may not be the place where you'll be most comfortable because that's not what I want for you. I want more for you. I want more for your children. I want more for your teenagers. I want more for your life. Hallelujah. Hear me now. We need a dove delivered revival whose source of power is from on high. I want people to come to this church and say, man, I felt a power in there from another world. Maybe they sang songs I didn't know. Maybe it was different than what I'm used to. But when I walked in that place, I felt something from another world. When we get in that kind of move, y'all, and that's what I'm after. Is there anybody after that with me? I pray to God my staff is. I said, is there anybody after that with me? Are you in pursuit of that? When we get in that kind of move, a move not sustained or depending on the flesh, that's when we'll see deliverance and supernatural power and salvation and breakthrough and peace manifest because it's not a raven led revival. It's a dove delivered revival. When it's dove delivered, honey, it's different. Push your neighbor and say, I want something dove delivered. Yeah, 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 I want something from on high. Ah, Jesus, I I want something in my life from another world. See, when it's dove delivered, it's not just good music that feeds the flesh, it's anointed music that stirs the soul. Here's the reality, you're not going to find better music, I think, anywhere, hardly in the world, than you hear right here at Calvary. How many of you know our church is unusually incredible as a real skill level, the way it sounds? How many of you are grateful for our good music? Come on. But see, good music is not enough if it only feeds the flesh. It is anointed music that serves, stirs the soul. How many of you can say, Pastor, when our worship team starts singing, I feel stirred in my soul. See, when programs feed the flesh, that's what a good programs do, but anointed programs that sustain the soul are different. Good preaching feeds the flesh, but anointed preaching serves the soul and sets the captives free. Is there anybody here that says, I want that. I want something that is dove delivered. That's going to be the key to our next season. That's going to be the key to what God does in this house. It's the Holy Spirit having his way. Because here's the truth. You can't ask the Lord to have his way and you have yours listen to me preacher some of y'all watch me across the nation you can't ask the lord to have his way and then you have yours there's a surrender when the dove comes in the room now Noah's, noah's dove came from the ark but god's dove came from heaven and the bible said when jesus when he had been baptized jesus came up and immediately from the water and behold the heavens were open somebody say the heavens were open The heavens were open to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. Somebody shout today, open the heavens. Oh, my, 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 my. Come on, somebody shout, open the heavens. When heaven opens over the people of God, you better get ready, get ready, get ready. When heaven opens, anything can happen. When heaven opens, people lay their crack pipes on the altar. When heaven opens, rebellion children get saved. When heaven opens, teenagers get in revival. When heaven opens, marriages get put back together. When heaven opens, things shift. I dare somebody right now who says, Lord, just open the heavens. Open it over our worship. Open it over our life. (laughs) Just tell everybody in your in your zip code, just tell say, I want heaven to open. Yeah, 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 I want heaven to open. I want heaven to open until drug addicts get set free. I want heaven to open until people who are sexually confused get straightened out and on the right track. I want heaven open until racism runs out of the building. Hallelujah. I want heaven open until things shift. Anybody ready for heaven to open over your life? So heaven was open. Who's ready for heaven to open over your life this week? Wave at me. Can I get radical? I declare this week, there's gonna be an open heaven over your life. I declare blessings are going to come through that open heaven. I declare healing is going to come through that open. Slip up your hands if you'll get radical. I declare joy is coming through that open heavens. I declare peace and victory through that open heavens. Now, if you receive it, come on and give God a praise in here. Now, one of the things you need to understand is that God never does anything by accident. God is intentional. Come on, somebody. In other words when he does something he has a plan and a purpose for doing it so we would ask the question of why was the dove released noah's dove was released to find a resting place and that's one of the reasons why the dove has been released because he's looking for a place to land and i say dove if you're gonna land just land on me got three people that believe that i said dove if you're gonna land just land on me hallelujah now, now the New Testament dove was released on Christ. It was released on the church to qualify Jesus initially for warfare, for service. So number one, what I want you to write down if you're taking notes, Jesus was empowered for warfare. that means when you are empowered with the holy spirit you are empowered with warfare you are empowered to be able to overcome the attack of the enemy check this out when he had been baptized the dove is descended on him now in verse 16 of Matthew 3 Jesus came up and immediately from the water and behold the heavens were opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him and suddenly a voice came from heaven saying this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased and we love that but then the very next verse because Matthew 3 Free, only had these 17 verses Matthew 4 if you read it it says then somebody say then then Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil immediately following the encounter that Jesus had with the dove Christ was empowered he was qualified he had what he needed to overcome the enemy it was in that moment that he was qualified for warfare and he went out for four. 40 days, and he dealt with the devil for 40 days and 40 nights. And hell brought every temptation against him that he could bring against him. Hell attacked Jesus, but Jesus frustrated the devil so much because he had already had an encounter with the dove. I've come to tell you that in the next season even if the devil attacks you no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper tell your neighbor I've already had an encounter with the dove yeah that doesn't mean I'm insulated from problems that doesn't mean that I won't have to cry that doesn't mean that I won't have to be lonely that doesn't mean that I won't get done wrong that doesn't mean that people won't talk about me but at the end of the day I've already had an encounter with the dove so everything will work in my favor can you imagine Jesus then was empowered with the power of the Holy Ghost come on now before the enemy even attacked some of y'all don't even know it but in this atmosphere today you've got empowered by the Holy Spirit hallelujah Christ was empowered and qualified for warfare. Tell everybody in your zip code, say you're qualified for warfare. Yeah, yeah, don't you let the devil see you sweat. Don't you let the enemy have the last word. The Lord Jesus frustrated the devil so much because he was so filled with the Holy Ghost power of the dove that Jesus overcame every attack of the enemy even though the devil was relentless, Jesus overcame. All the overcomers, wave at me right now. Come on, Jesus overcame. He had gotten that natural part of him underneath the dove. So he frustrated the devil. He upset the devil. He frustrated the devil so bad after 40 days and 40 nights that the bible said in luke 4:13 and when the devil had ended all the temptation he departed from him for a season can you get that jesus wore the devil out so bad in the wilderness He wore the devil out so bad in the desert that the the devil said, I'm tired, y'all. I gotta take a vacation. I can't deal with him anymore. I need to tell somebody that when you walk, not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord, even when the devil comes against you and you keep rising and you keep overcoming, there'll come a season where he'll say, I gotta back off of you. How many of you wanna get so empowered by the Holy Ghost that the devil has to? take a vacation I dare you to tell somebody around you say I'm putting the devil on vacation yeah yeah I'm gonna fight that joker until he said I'm tired of their worship I'm tired of their praise I'm tired of their prayers I'm tired of their giving I'm tired of their faith I gotta have a break I'm telling you that's why we're seeing revival in calvary like never before because we've run the devil out of here and the dove is in the house I need somebody to give the Lord a mighty praise. You not that powerful? Jesus floated so much Holy Ghost power, the devil said, I gotta leave him alone. That jug wear wearing me out. I can't even stand it anymore. I need a vacation. I'm gonna tell the devil, extend it. Just stay gone, come on somebody. So Jesus is qualified for warfare. If you feel like, and if you gotta say it in faith, that you are qualified for the warfare in your life by the power of the Holy Spirit. One, two, three, give God a crazy praise right now. Whatever you wanna do. (laughs) Will you open your mouth and just say, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Come on, will you shout, say thank you that I'm qualified for warfare. But then secondly, when the dove, delivered and it came down upon jesus jesus was qualified for service he was qualified to do something he was qualified to accomplish something see see (laughs) even though he was jesus he wasn't qualified for service until after the dove came on him and you think you can do it without the holy spirit (laughs) You think you can make this thing happen without the Holy Spirit? Preacher, you're watching me right now. You think you can do this without the Holy Ghost? You want to have a service where you don't allow the Holy Spirit to move? You want it just to be cute and contained? You want to have a service where you say, Well, Pastor Rayleigh, I don't really do that Holy Ghost thing. I don't want to hear people speaking in tongues in my church. I I don't want to hear that kind of Pentecostal stuff going on because, listen, I'm afraid I'm going to offend the seeker. You say, Pastor Rayleigh, aren't you afraid you're going to offend the seeker? I don't want to offend the seeker. I want to make that sucker squirm. I want him to sit in my church and say I've never felt anything like this, I've never heard anything like this, I've never experienced anything like this. Is there anybody here that wants that kind of church with that kind of move of God? We're trying to hold the dove out and we think we're qualified for service without the dove. That's why we always press for people to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You know why? Because the Bible said tongues are for a sign to the unbeliever. Some of you men are watching me right now. Women, you have churches and you wonder why nobody's never getting saved. Nobody's ever getting set free. It's because you've shut out the very one that can come into room and bring conviction and power and breakthrough. I better get off of that. So Jesus was qualified for service. Jesus leaves the desert. He's empowered and ready. And he goes to Nazareth to a synagogue. I've been to Nazareth more time than I can remember. And I've actually been in that synagogue that they believe that Jesus would have probably spoken at least that very area. And I've been in that synagogue that is thousands of years old. And the Bible said that Jesus walked in that synagogue, he leaves the desert, and he returns in Luke 4, 14, in the power of the Spirit. Some of you have been in a season where it seems like all hell is breaking loose, but you are about to return in the power of the Spirit. And news of him went through all the surrounding region and Jesus taught in their synagogues being glorified by a few no being glorified by how many how many all so he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up he came to his hometown And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And when he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah, when he opened up the book, he found the place where it was written in Isaiah 61. The spirit of the Lord, the dove is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives, the recovery of sight to the blind and to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed back the book and he gave it to the attendant and he sat down and the eyes of all who were there in the synagogue were fixed upon him. And he began to say to them, today is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. If you ever get this in your spirit, see what had happened was this, Jesus comes back qualified for service. In other words, after the dove came on him, he was a different man altogether. He was qualified to do everything the Father had called him to do. Now the practice was in the synagogue that they would stand and they would read from the scriptures. They would read it for hours at the time. And what they would do is they would unroll it because it was a scroll and they would read to a certain point and then they'd stop reading and they'd put a red pen where they were finishing reading. And then the the next person that came, he would open it up, pull out the pen and start reading again. So Jesus walks in the synagogue, y'all. He has just absolutely decimated and destroyed the enemy. So he's empowered for warfare, but he's also empowered for service. It's his turn to read. He unrolls the scroll and he begins to read Isaiah 61 he said the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted he has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and the recovery of sight to the blind and to set at liberty those who are oppressed than to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord he finished up and he sat down and everybody was looking at him and he said listen you don't understand this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears he said i'm the one that isaiah talked about i'm the one that isaiah prophesied about this day do you understand why that was such a prolific moment jesus said i'm qualified i dare you to tell three people around you i'm qualified that means i may not listen he was in a city where he was rejected but he was letting them know i'm qualified tell somebody around you i'm qualified yeah 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 i'm not worthy but i'm qualified i got issues but i'm qualified i don't always get it right but i'm qualified i'm not qualified by my denomination i'm not qualified by my abilities i'm not qualified by my skills but i'm qualified because the dove sits over my life Somebody give the Lord a praise if you're qualified. Somebody shout qualified. Tell everybody in your zip code, I'm qualified. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm qualified to lead this worship. I'm qualified to see my family saved. I'm qualified to walk in power. I'm qualified by the power of the dove. Somebody say, I'm qualified. The word qualified is linked to the word quality. Here's what the devil doesn't want you to know. Jesus looks at you and says, there's quality in her. There's quality in him. I can use them. See, hear me in this place. I believe that it's time for the church to realize that whatever the devil is doing right now, we are empowered for warfare, but we're also qualified to rise up and see an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. (laughs) Hallelujah, hallelujah. He said that that, that power is gonna come with you and it will abide with you forever. And the word abide there in the original text, it literally means to come and to stay. It literally means to come not to visit, but to come to stay. And then Jesus said in Luke 4:18, the Spirit of God is upon me. Somebody say up on. Yeah, say up on. Tell everybody in your zip code the Spirit is upon me. Yeah, that means He's not coming and going. That means means he's not coming and hanging out and leaving. But when you really encounter the dove, he says, I'm coming and I'm gonna stay. I don't want him just to come to our church. I want him to stay in our church. I don't want him just to come on our youth ministry. I want him to stay in our youth ministry. I don't want him just to come on our children. I want him to stay on our children. Is there anybody here that can say, Holy Ghost, don't just come, stay, find a place to rest. One, two, three, give God a shout of praise. He was saying, the Spirit of God is coming on me and he's not leaving. He's not coming and going. He's coming and staying. Some of you have been thinking, well, Pastor, when is this going to be over? You know, you, 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 you've you been more radical, you know. You got this one service going on. And I have to, it's harder because it takes It's hard to find a parking space I like. It's hard, but I'm struggling because it takes me a few more minutes to get off the parking lot. Well, bless your heart. I was trying to go to the bathroom. It was too full. I couldn't even get in, Pastor. How long you gonna do this? How long you gonna have these services where, you know, it seems like people are praising and worshiping at another level, Pastor. How long you gonna do this? You know how long I'm gonna do it? Right on, baby, because I have made up in my mind that I don't wanna just go through the motions and I don't know about you, but I'm feeling like the dove has come to Calvary and it's found a place to rest, oh hallelujah, if you want the dog to come to your house and you want him to rest, one, two, three, give God a shout, jump on your feet right now, if you can only tell one person, at least tell your wife or your husband or a few people that are in your area, Say, hey neighbor, I don't know about you, but I'm sure about me. The dove is coming home with me today. The dove is getting in the car with me today. The dove is going to work with me tomorrow. The dove is going to my doctor's appointment with me. The dove is going to my job with me. Are you ready for that kind of encounter
0: with the dove? Open up your
1: mouth and give God a prayer. I better
0: wait a minute.
1: I feel like heaven is opening over this room and I feel like the dove is about to land. But do you know when heaven opens Heaven opens where people praise the Lord. And we ain't done this in a while, but I need somebody right now. Be the worship leader for your pew. Be the worship leader for your role, come on. Open up your mouth and open up heaven. The dove will come in here. He'll set a drug addict free. He'll turn somebody's sexuality around. He'll set an alcoholic tree, he'll deliver a backslider but he won't do it until the heavens open and the heavens open when we pray. So one, two, three, come on and give him praise. I said give me praise, I said give me praise. I said give it 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 praise. I'm sorry, I'm gonna bless you. I said give it praise. I said give it praise, I said give it praise, I said give it, give it, give it, give it, give it. I oh, will come here. Come flood this place and feel the atmosphere. must fear
0: your, your glory, glory, God is what our hearts long for to be over.
1: Come on, we're trying to land the service, but your the Holy presence, Spirit is here. Come on, brothers. Let's lift our hands and let's show them how to worship. Come on, man. love
0: this place and, and feel the mm-hmm. atmosphere. Your, your glory, God, is what our hearts so long for. Mm-hmm. To be overcome by your presence. Somebody away oh, again.
1: For the lord would say unto his people today that i am in the room in power the lord would say unto you this day child of god i am strengthening you i'm empowering you i'm empowering you for the warfare that's been surrounding your life i would say unto you my child that i am sending the dove fresh upon you and upon those that are precious to you i am qualifying you for the next season do not allow the enemy to disqualify you don't allow hell to confuse you don't allow fear to overwhelm you for the Lord would say unto you today that I am with you I am upon you I am inside you I am around you I'm above you and I am beneath you I'm in front of you and I'm behind you and I'm on every side so as you know that I am with you says the Lord take confidence in this fact that the Holy Ghost goes wherever you go and you you have the power to walk in victory. If you believe that today, give the Lord a mighty praise. All right, we're going to do two things and then I'm going to release you. Men, just stay right there. How many of you are glad to see all these men up here radically praising God? All right. With heads bowed and eyes closed, if you're here, you'd say, Pastor, there's been an unusual season of warfare in my life. I needed this message that you preached today. There's been warfare in my family. There's been warfare in my finances. There's been an unusual amount of warfare. If that's you, slip up your hand right now. Slip up your hand. So I decree and declare that this week you're going to find out that you are qualified for that warfare. And as you praise the Lord and you worship the Lord and you glorify the Lord, I see the attack of the enemy is going to have to lift off of you. And I say in faith that the devil has to back off. Come on, somebody he has to he has to depart from you for a season now if you're here today and you say I want God to use me more I don't want to just use me a little bit I want Him to use me more I want to be qualified for service if that's you slip up your hands right now I declare that God is going to use you in ways you never dreamed or imagined I declare that God is going to use you because you are useful young person you are useful you are valuable and necessary I declare that you are qualified not because you are are religious you are not qualified because you've made every right decision but you are qualified because heaven opened and the dove has landed in your life now God we thank you that you have just started in our church we thank you that revival is come but it's coming in waves There will be wave after wave after wave of moves of God, and it will be on every campus. Thank you, Lord, that what we experience here is not a flesh-raven-led revival, but thank you that today we are jump-delivered in this house. If that's you, give God a shout of praise.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's message. You can continue to be a part of all that God is doing here at Calvary Christian Center. You can text to give at 386-866-3060, or you can give at calvaryfl.com slash give. We would love for you to subscribe to our podcast and also for you to share this podcast with your community, your family, and your friends. Again, thank you for joining us.